that would have been a brilliant start to the day. If only you wished. Ooh. <sighs> yeah, that's the end of those underways. Hmm. We're very quiet for this opening. It's because we don't have AA run. You done messed up, AA run! Insubordinate. Insubordinate? Sure. Sure. Hey, welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. We are dummies who talk movies. <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. Okay. And we have no one That's else. That's it. Just Joe and <laughs> Oh, Shannon. sorry. I'm Angela. I'm sorry. I'm Matt. I accidentally activated Siri and everything else went away. <laughs> <laughs> you done mess up, Siri. You son of a bitch. And we are sans uh-huh. this week, but you're here in spirit, right, buddy? Uh-huh. I yeah. love Kevin Bacon's big dong. Yeah, yeah. That was him. He said <laughs> there that. Is, yeah. It wasn't Angela. <laughs> Oh, man, what a week it was. Oh, what a week. In uh, media and so forth and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys happen to watch the Lonely Island thing? I did watch the Lonely Island thing. Okay. Ooh. Um, I, I watched, but I watched it Monday when I came home from camping, so I might not have, I might have to watch it again. Oh, gotcha. I've watched it like six times. I might times, not no have appreciated deal. it fully, but mm. I've. I, because I wasn't laughing raucously, but I felt like I should be, you know? <laughs> I feel like I'm just not taking this in properly. <laughs> I'm too tired. So I'm not even when he again. said, my sack shrinky dinky because the steroid's so strong? He didn't even laugh at that? I mean, I chuckled, but I felt like I should have been like, slap it by knee and stuff. Knee slapper. Joe kept gotcha. playing yeah. it, Angela, until I was like, okay, it's funny. Yeah, You're but- so funny. <laughs> Yeah, right. She's been singing it, though. I haven't. I've only been singing it because you won't stop singing that she same keeps going line. Shrinky dinky. Shrinky dinky. Yeah, just shrinky dinky dinky. The itty shrinky dinky. She said she wants to bone with my uniform on. See, I don't know any of the other words. She grabbed me by the bat. Now it's going, going, gone. Right? Uh, right. And I'm Mark. I can't finish sex because I'm so juiced out. She nutted three times, <laughs> then we bashed, then I bounced. Jose! And that's I'm a different Mark. song. I know. That's the only one I know. <laughs> oh, man. There's Did- a big, long article I sent you guys in Variety, I believe. Let me check the feed to make sure that's correct. It's very, very good. And it's like, okay, why? <laughs> it's on EW. So EW.com, The Lonely Island, explain their bonkers visual album, casting Sterling K. Brown, Isia, etc., it, it's like, yeah, they did all this, but why? And then that's a fair question to ask. It so is. So they answer it right. in, in the best ways possible. And I was like, well, how did they get Sterling K. Brown to dance around in a silk robe and kimono? Then I remembered Sterling K. Brown was actually on an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and it's a really good episode. And uh, if you haven't seen it, you should see it. It's really, really quite good. I'm sure I've seen it because I've seen them all, but I don't. I'm not picturing. I can't picture Sterling K. Brown. I believe it was not this this previous season, but the season beforehand. He was a oh, it's that guy. Very arrogant doctor. Yeah. Who? Yeah, mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. 
he's big time now because he's on this big is time big time how does he say it like Ooh, he's, he's Jamaican? frozen too that'll be fun oh that's funsies frozen too but yeah matt you still have to watch the lonely island so get on it son get on it get 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 good. on it that's a song angela did you songs. go deep dive any more lonely island stuff I didn't. I, I did not. I'm so. I ashamed. wanted to. I'm I know. Not. I wanted to. I watched the. We like sports. That made me laugh real hard. <laughs> we like sports. <laughs> we like sports, and we don't care who knows. Right. From shooting hoops to wrap up shows, like it looks like it looks like a couple of high school kids like AV project. Oh, for sure. Fantastic. For sure. <laughs> it was a low budget. <laughs> but it feels like it was supposed to be like that. Right? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, they're ridiculous. It, they're ridiculous. It's, human it's hilarious. They're ridiculous. But it's so funny. Throw, <laughs> throw me the baseball. Now toss me the pigskin. Feed me the rock. <laughs> Feed you the rock. <laughs> I like how you like, know all these. It, oh, I love it. It's ridiculous. Sorry we didn't live up to your Lonely Island standard, Jill. Some of us have well, other things that we listen to. She's going to see them in concert. I thought I she'd know. be familiar with the material. Gotcha. Yeah, I do I do need to get on the other two albums. I have listened to a couple of songs from each of them, but I need to I need to get on it. YOLO! I've been, I've been reading Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Ooh. So... So well, hit hit us stuff. up with a recommendation. Do you like Did, it? Are you finished? I'm I'm not finished. I'm not even through part one yet. Um, so far, so far, it's I, I'm finding it incredibly fascinating. Like I I got, you know, I I was, I think Joe, you gave you shared it with me a long time ago and I started reading it and I only got like a few pages in and I was just like, Nope, I'm not interested in this <laughs> because I thought it was I thought it was gonna be all from the kids' perspective, you know, and I was like, Nah, I'm good. Oh, it's and Harry then Potter. somehow Huh? It's Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I know. So I was I was disappointed when I just jumped to the conclusion that he wasn't gonna be in it at all. But then somehow I came across like some random chapter or something and saw a conversation between Harry and Hermione and I'm like, oh, they are in it as adults. She's Minister for Magic. That's freaking awesome. I need to read this. It also makes sense. (laughs) Right? And I'm just like, I need to read this. So I and I couldn't find the copy that you had sent me. So I had to buy it. So. Oh bummer! Sucked, but yeah, but um, so far I, it's it's interesting. I I'm not sure where it's gonna go yet, and I'm not sure if I'm going to like where it's going because I'm mm. afraid of where it's going. Gotcha. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. Okay. I'm, hes- I'm hesitantly enjoying it at the moment. Hesitantly. Movie news. Well, not movie news, just breaking news. Um, did how do you feel about the four new books Rowling is going to be releasing next month? Um, disinterested. Yeah, they don't seem 
like fun at all. It's just like boring bullcrap. But it might fill yeah, in it's, it's gaps. It's like more. It's like more fantastic beats than where to find them. You right. Know, they're going to be like charms and defense against the dark arts. They're that. like she wrote the textbooks that they learn about. Right. In school. Right. So you get to learn how to become a wizard too. I guess, except that's not real, right? Unless, <laughs> unless the fan theory, unless the fan theory that she's really Rita Skeeter, Skeeter is true. That means I'm gay then. Dang it! What? What do you mean? That here, means you're gay. In the everybody in the Potterverse is gay. Uh oh. <laughs> that's the they fan are not. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. You're uh, ruining you my brain don't thoughts. Get it. Each wand is just a dildo. That's right, baby. <laughs> Everything's a dildo if you're brave enough. Oh, she's oh, always. Oh. But yeah, I'm, I'm not interested in those books at all. And she said over and over and over again that she has absolutely no interest in in continuing the Harry Potter storylines. You yeah. know, she's the luxury of a billionaire. So. Right. right. So I'm. I don't think I'm going to be interested in anything else J.K. Rowling has to put out, to be quite honest. And, and she has more more works than just the Harry Potter series. Yeah. I'm just not interested. Right. <laughs> Got you. And I, I don't, don't know why, because I, I, it, it seems backwards of me, right? Because I enjoy her work so much that if all of her books are of this enjoyment level... And well, sometimes you just strike a chord, though, that goes beyond just people yeah. enjoying it. That it absolutely yeah. pervades pop culture, and those books definitely did that. But even when they were just books, people wrapped around blocks waiting to buy the copy on the opening day. Right? When was the last time you heard of somebody, of people lining up around the block to buy a book? Deathly Hollows. Right? That stuff didn't even happen with Game of Thrones because the books were out right. long before it was popularized by the TV show. Yeah, but they were also waiting for the book long before it ever became a movie. Right. Those books were wildly popular. Yeah, they hmm. they were. Do they do that I, for video games, Matt? Sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like a GameStop oh, yeah. release. At like midnight, there's like a be there. yeah midnight release, and there's a. The last time I went to buy what was a Red Dead Redemption Two, there was a line of fifty people. Right, Good Lord, wow. Yeah. It's sad, that and that wasn't even that popular of a game. Like it was kind of, but not overly popular. It's kind of like the Black Friday shopping where Best Buy's lines are camping out in their tents right. and their stoves. It's crazy. I'm going to get this $50 TV if it kills me. We did that once. Yeah, we did that once. Yep. God bless Oliver. (laughs) (laughs) So, for sure, like, it's sad that literacy has just, people aren't into books anymore. I don't play that game. That's. You know what's even, like, I feel like I'm not really into books anymore. That makes me sad. (gasps) Shut up, baby dick. And like I, I don't know. I, Joe really I, isn't I, into books either. I read books all the time. He tells our kids, "I'll just get you the digital version," and I'm like, "No, buy them the book." Okay, the there's a well, there's a word in that sentence I really don't like. Uh-huh. Buy. Cheap, 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 yeah, cheap, 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 cheap. Like it doesn't. Well, make sense. In Joe's defense, though, the rainforests are dwindling. 
see. Every time we cut a tree down, doesn't do nothing. The for digital me version digital. is still a book, though. That's right. I mean, I've got an e-reader. Mm. They're still reading. It mm. looks like a book. Eventually, we'll just all just have Pages a bunch of robots like book. reading to us. Oh my gosh! I already do. His name is Stephen Fry. <laughs> the last okay. audiobook I, I read with my ears was uh, Pet Cemetery, and it was read by Michael C. Hall. That was nice. Michael C. Oh, Hall. that would be nice. fun. Yeah, I, I think perfect. I might get that. Just, I think I might get that. I'm not interested in reading Pet Cemetery, but I think I want to hear Michael C. Hall talk about Pet Cemetery. He, he he does accents. He does great. It's it's fantastic. Hmm. Nice. I'm gonna have to get that for sure. I listen to too because uh, like when he's talking as Judd Crandall in the book, I'm like that's kind of sounds like John Lithgow, and then John Lithgow ends up <laughs> playing him in the movie. <laughs> Weird. Awesome. Matt, you were saying. Uh, the last audiobook I listened to was um. Uh. Hmm. Ready Player One. Oh, oh yeah. Ready. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Yeah. Will Wheaton. So Matt, did you watch anything Ancient this Wesley week? Wesley Crusher. I don't mean uh, to change the subject. Not, not really. But I did want to talk about Game of Thrones since I wasn't here last week. Mm. Oh. Thrones it, gamey. Talk to us. What did you guys? What did you guys think? Uh, there was definitely some issues. Such as just them totally ditching plot lines and stuff like that, but I mean, they needed yeah, they needed a whole other season to really wrap any of that up. Pretty much, and that's kind of how I felt, Matt. I felt like it was just cut too short for everything that they needed to do, and I think they did what they needed to do in these poor, what four episodes, right? And you can't expect anymore. Yeah, you spend years building up Arya as an assassin, Jon Snow as a Targaryen, all these things, and then they don't mean anything in the end. It does like a disservice to the people who are, who are fans of the show. But at the that same really time, get, like, sorry, go ahead. It's at the same time, it's not our ten million dollars an episode, or in the case of the right. Battle of Winterfell, something like a hundred million dollars or whatever it was. So yeah, but I mean, it's not like they're not making money, and that's what I don't get. Is like if they really, like if the producers of the show uh, went to HBO and said, "Hey, look, we really need you know like ten episode season, or you know we need this," I don't. I can't see an an HBO boardroom going. You know what? Fuck you guys. You're making us so much money. We're just gonna say no. Mm-hmm. I just don't see that happening. So I don't know why that didn't happen. I guess they just wanted to be done with it. And, like, for the first five episodes, I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, this is kind of going somewhere weird, but, you know, I'm I'm all right with it. I don't understand what the Internet's complaining about. Like, I guess I kind of get, get what they're, where they're coming from. Like, it kind of seems like there's a few things here and there that were, I don't know what Joe always says, like, shoehorned. It kind of right. felt like that. But, like, I was like, you know what, I'll just go with it. it. You know, I'm sure they've got something awesome planned for the end. And then the end happened, and I was like... Really? Did it catch it just, you by surprise? No, I mean, I kind of saw where they were going with it, but the way it happened, I was like, oh. Right. Okay. Yeah, it just didn't, like, they could have had the same exact ending and still wrapped up all the storylines, like, and actually made Brand being the Three-Eyed Raven worth something and Arya being an, a faceless assassin worth something. 
Jon Snow being a Targaryen worth something. Yeah. You know, all those things are not worth anything. The only character, in my opinion, who had a, like, a satisfying ending based on their character arc was Sansa. Right. You know, but, I don't even really, you know, the satisfying ending is not, like, something, but, like, something, uh, at least, I don't know, whatever's going with that. But if I take your point, Joe, life isn't fair like that. We don't have storybook endings. Not no, everyone not gets what they want. That. I'm talking uh, he about mean, like he means, like, satisfying it. You've paid Correct. billions of dollars to create a show, and you've told us these, these story threads where Jon Snow is a Targaryen and... Like right. The things I keep saying, but they don't mean anything to the finale. They mean nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's like satisfying in the sense of they were worthwhile. Don't you think... Like, if... It's completely satisfying to me that Jon Snow goes north of the wall and just goes and lives amongst the wildlings. That is a perfect ending for his character arc. But why introduce him as a Targaryen then? That makes no impact on the broader story. But it kind of did because How? it really threatened Daenerys. So? Or, Yeah. That she wasn't felt the thing threatened. that drove her insane. She was insane the whole time. I don't think yeah, so. I think, we did, I think it slowly became more evident when we found these things out, especially when she found out that Jon Snow was family, that he was the rightful heir to the throne to begin with. I think it had some impact, but I, at the same time, I kind of agree with Joe. I don't think, like, if Jon Snow actually, they came out and were like, oh, yeah, Jon Snow, his, you know, Ned Stark banged this chick, so that's him. If they had just went through that the whole thing, it wouldn't have changed the ending. Like he would have no. still been like, exactly. Oh yeah, I got I got to kill you because you're a mad woman. Mm. Well, yeah, the broader scope of the the him being a Targaryen is that it doesn't matter. Like I guess if you're looking at it from a truly artistic standpoint, what they're looking at with Daenerys is she's a Targaryen. So you flip a coin and wait to see her, if she's insane or not, which right. she obviously was. And I read this thing going all the way back to season one. She's been insane the whole time. Mm-hmm. But her advisors, her closest advisors, are, have been the ones to tamp her, her temper down and to keep her on track. And now that they're all dead, she had no other recourse but to continue to go insane. And now you look at what it means for Jon Snow to be a Targaryen, but it means nothing to him. Because it doesn't matter where his blood is, he is Ned Stark's son. He's going to be completely honorable no matter what. And, and so he had to kill her. So, okay, Jon Snow, Daenerys, Arya for me... As a fan, her killing the Night King satisfied everything that I needed. The fact that people wanted more kind of upset me. You know, it's she killed the Night King, people. Hello. Like, she yeah, doesn't have to cool. kill everyone. She's human. She's a kid. She had enough in but life. She didn't do it in the way that we would have expected. Exactly. I, I like the fact that the show. Sh- shows us that life sucks that Why no it doesn't faceless assassin maybe there's other things in her life she's going on to another world we don't right, know right. but why make her a faceless assassin if it has nothing to do with her character arc joe sometimes we go on journeys that we don't know why we're going down and it okay, turns us in a different that's, path we're not talking about real life we're talking about a story structure of a fictional thing that typically when you watch something like this there will be a reason for it okay there was. She killed some dude and his sons, right? It just wasn't a big enough reason for the fans. Is kind of how I feel. The it fans just, want no, more. It's not the fans. It didn't pay service to the character we love. I think it. Did. I thought Arya was was one of the cases where it kind of did because she, you know, if she had gone on to just not 
deal with the assassin. She would have still been a tomboy and had some like sword training, but she there's no way she would have been able to kill uh, what's his face. She wouldn't have killed. She wouldn't have killed the Night King. She wouldn't have killed uh, Bucktooth. What's his face at the the guy who did the Red Wedding? So right. mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it. Ha- it I think hers al- maybe alone was the one that was like. Yeah, it, it was a satisfying story arc, but then, like, you know, why is she going off sailing? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Hmm. I, because we've talked about Game of Thrones, this is two weeks in a row, I started watching... Three. Three weeks in a row. Like, actually, it's more like Every five. week, whatever. <laughs> right. I started watching season one. Uh, I think I've watched mm-hmm. episode one, two, and we're on three. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to rewatch it because I... Now I want to see uh, how all these bits and pieces fit together. But, uh, goodness, I hate Sansa. I think you'll be <laughs> more satisfied reading the book. So. That's my take on it. The book is... Huh. Angela, sound familiar? Is Angela awake? She doesn't watch I Game am, of Thrones. I am. I don't watch Game of Thrones, so <laughs> I can't a, participate in these conversations. The books themselves are so wildly different from the show. We're yeah. boring her too much. That, uh, no, I'm good. I just have nothing to offer. So I'm <laughs> just, just stay quiet. That's how she feels about Harry Potter. They don't differ that um, much. The books and the the movies they don't you differ. You haven't read the book, so you can't say that. I have. You said you hadn't. You'd read part of a couple of them or something like that, but no, I, I well, I didn't read any of them. I listened to uh, what's his face read them to me, <laughs> but it's different. Yeah, it's uh, wildly different. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're Jack not. Off. No, they're not that different. They're as different as like Dick Ready Player One or Game of Thrones. Close to the sun. And like honestly, they don't know what George R. R. Martin's ideas were. So and the thing is, also George R. R. Martin doesn't know. Are we talking about Game of Thrones? Well, now? he did. He did. They did know. Uh, I guess George R. The Martin man. Um, <laughs> He had already planned out who he wanted on the Iron Throne, and he had told them. But right, other but than that, no, there it, was because he doesn't write with yeah. a. Uh, he does not outline his books before he writes them. He just writes, and they go wherever they go. Right, like wild weeds just growing up here and there. So there's really no telling. I mean, there is a bunch of stuff in the book five or whatever that that were never addressed in the show. I mean, Lady Stoneheart. There's another dragon egg. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. All kinds of other stuff. I, there was a list I read it at one point in time. But. Yeah, there's some guy that rides like squirrels or something. Or Ooh. Or something. I think if they were given the opportunity to continue the seasons, oh. we might have saw more. Also, the Night King's not even in the books. Huh. Right. So, I mean, there's that, too. But you have to take a book and adapt it for a movie or a TV show yeah, or I whatever. Yeah, it's an adaptation. So... And I'm sure they didn't know how many seasons they were going to actually get, right? They get it. They can get have as many as they want. So, people are literally sub- like canceling their subscriptions because it's over. So I mean, they they could have had as many as they wanted. Hmm. Interesting. Would yeah. you rewatch Game of Thrones, Matt? Uh, probably not. That sounds like an undertaking and. Seeing what the ending was, it's like, this not really worth it. I'll probably watch the spin-off shows, but I think after that I'm 
I'm going to read the books and then I'm done. Okay. What about in 10 years when Amazon pays $2 billion to for a budget to remake it? <laughs> like they're doing with Lord of the Rings. Right. What the? Are you kidding? We've they're... talked about this on this very podcast. I know, but I still can't believe it. you're playing on your phone it. on Pinterest. I, I, why? That movie I fall asleep to every time I turn it on. It is... And I have a book that I, every time I open the book and try and read it, I fall asleep. <laughs> Can't even get through, like, the first chapter. So, yeah. I tried to read The Hobbit, and I I became disinterested almost immediately. I do not need to know that much backstory on Hobbits. Thanks. <laughs> the <laughs> Hobbit is very, very funny, because he's kind of young when he wrote it. So he'll, like, mm-hmm. get in his craw a word he likes. And for about six chapters, he'll use it and use it and use it and use it. Then there's like a... He must have stopped writing for a while. Who's he? J.R. Uh, J.R. Tolkien. Tolkien. And then he'll pick up another word and he uses it over and over again like, like a tick. Hmm. It's really hilarious. <laughs> uh, the Hobbit itself as a book is weaker than Lord of the Rings because he was so young when he wrote it. Okay. But buckle up if you if you don't like backstory at the Lord of the Rings or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Well, how about I, I do not. Else we watched this week. Oh yeah, how about that? Um, I watched a pretty good movie. So did I. What'd you watch? I watched this movie called Captive State. Mm. Um, I feel like that rings some sort of bell. Describe it. It is a movie that's kind of like the TV show Colony, but set in like a film where aliens have taken over the world, and we are now basically living in the ghettos that they've provided for us. The ghettos. Right, right, right. I remember seeing this trailer. It looks really, really good. It's got Johnny Goodman in it. Mm-hmm. Set in a Chicago neighborhood nearly a decade after an occupation by an extraterrestrial force, Captive State explores the lives on both sides of the conflict, the collaborators and dissidents. Oh, shoot. Hmm. How was it? It looked really good. It is... It is... Hmm good not great okay for a sci-fi kind of horror slash thriller movie um it's it actually feels a bit more like espionage than it does like it feels a little bit more like uh three days of the condor than it does colony okay colony straight sci-fi with a little drama for your mama but this is a lot, it's a little bit more uh, stuff going behind the scenes, stuff going on under the surface all the time, and you don't really know where people's loyalties lie until the very end. Like how end? Like the last scene of the movie. Oh, jeez. And you know, you don't get a satisfying conclusion to that very end, but you know what's going to happen. Um, and it's setting it up for possibly more movies or some other, you know, your brain to finish the story. It's uh, it's very well acted. Johnny know. Goodman's great in it. Vera Farmiga's really good in it. Um, Vera Farmiga is that a? So this is what happens when. Okay. <laughs> this is what happens. I'm sorry. Who is? Who is Vera Farmiga? Vera Farmiga. Yeah. Who? She's been in movies for a very long time um what would you know her from oh you she's in the conjuring movies she's the main lady from the conjuring movies 
Who? Oh, the, uh, Lorraine Warren. Warren. Yeah, okay. I would know her as the mother from Bates Motel. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't get into that show. I tried. I believe. Not missing out. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Is that not what you wanted to say? No. Uh, She's been in a ton of stuff. She's the she's Paul Walker's wife in Running Scared. She's a uh, Madeline in The Departed. Yeah, up in the air. Seen a lot of the creepy, scary films. And it's been a lot of those. Yeah. Um, she plays a hooker mm-hmm. in a uh, Captive State, but I do recommend you see Captive State if you like good movies. Is there it's, a hooker station in the movie? There is a hooker station in the movie. Hey, Aaron, you'd yes. like this one. But Can no you nudity. have family sex? There's no nudity. <laughs> and no family sex that I know of. Thank goodness. Um, I really enjoyed the TV show Colony, available on Netflix if you want to catch up on it and watch the whole series. Um, so this was familiar territory for me, and I liked the presentation they made for this movie. I thought it was very good. Okay. Shana, what'd you watch? I will definitely check it out. I watched a movie on Netflix called Snowpiercer with uh, Chris Evans. Oh, yeah, Snowpiercer. The unofficial sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. At least you think so, right? Why do That's, you think that? That is like a fan theory on the internet. Why would they think that? You keep talking. I'll find it. Okay, so this movie is about... Uh, I don't know if we bombed Earth. I can't remember. I think I fell asleep in the beginning. Um, <laughs> Earth is unlivable, and so this guy makes a living train that's longer than, who knows, probably like uh, 300 train cars or so, maybe more, where it travels all over the world. And he's connected every single part of the world. And so every person of every station that lives is on this train so of course there's a higher station and then a lower station and so the lower station's in the back and it has an uprising where they try to get to the front to take over the train so it was very interesting the ending was just like wow like i didn't expect it to be like that i really didn't expect it to be as good as it was because it was a netflix movie uh, or a netflix original movie i think is it? Is what? this a movie? No, 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 no. I have a weird question. Did you say a living train? Like, it... People uh, live uh, on it. No. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they lived on the train. Yeah, it's like one of humanity's last vestiges uh, against like global warming. The whole planet's covered in snow. And they have to keep mm. the train moving at all times, too, or else the track will freeze. Yeah. So... Yeah, so there's like a train car of a garden, a train car with, you know, an aquarium, a train car with okay. pool, a pools. Why why did why do they think it is related Dude, to Dude, it's I know that babies taste best. Oh, that line? No. Ugh, okay, so succinctly put, there's a theorist on the internet, YouTuber Rhino Stew. Okay, Rhino Stew um, sums up his all his theories. I gotta find it now. Okay. Uh, Let's see. What else did I watch while you look? Or do you have any questions about Snowpiercer? 
was it any good? Brilliant. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like, I was kind of surprised how good it was. Kept my attention, um, for sure. Except in the beginning. <laughs> well, I did start watching it right after my son was puking. And I really didn't want to think about anything but sleep. And I didn't sleep well the night before. So, but like I was trying so hard to stay awake and I was like, fine. So I closed my surface. I was like, I'll finish it in the morning. And so I woke up early and went into my closet and finished it all by myself. <laughs> as creepy as that sounds. Jerk off. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, my closet. I was going like, to did you bring a bag of tissues with you? <laughs> uh, let's go to the bathroom and climax into that thin toilet paper so here's the summation okay okay the two movies willy wonka and the chocolate factory and snowpiercer okay they're both two movies about groups of people that work their way through a large fantastic structure one by one a person from the group is removed in each room until one person makes it to the very end who then found out that the entire thing was a test because a wealthy industrialist needed to find a new successor. In fact, there's one more little item. Um, Charlie Bucket, he finds his golden ticket inside of a candy bar. Uh, Chris Evans finds a secret note hidden inside of a protein bar that bo- that leads them to their finale. What the fuck? So it is kind of similar. Whether or not it's a sequel, will. it is definitely... It- it sounds like a modern retelling. It's like a yeah. reimagining for Shizzle. Yeah. I um, had no idea. I just saw Chris Evans. YouTuber, and I was like, yes, I, mean, I will watch uh, this. There's another YouTuber who goes even too, like. Too deep. Way too deep. <laughs> I mean, it's pages and pages and pages long. Shut your mustache. So you can read that if you'd like. No, thanks. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'll take their word. Everything's for it. a conspiracy. Everything's linked if you just look hard enough. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, we've kind of run out of ideas. That's so for sure. That's probably all that really happened. So. King right. Kong was actually Godzilla's long lost cousin this whole time. That's right. <laughs> King Dong is what his name is. Joe and I mm. also watched a movie together today. I don't yeah, know if did. you're going to mention it. Oh, man. Are you going to mention it? Yeah, I'll mention it. I was actually surprised how good it was. Uh, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> it's called Always Be My Maybe hello. on Netflix. Right. Uh, Best believe I punched Keanu Reeves and it was better than any scene so you could see in speed. Band? I hit John Wick and now I'm feeling so appealing. Basically, I'm a god. You could call me Hercules. Best believe I punched Keanu Reeves and it was better than any scene. And Keanu Reeves is in He's this in movie. movie. And he plays just a dickhead version of himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's fantastic. Hilarious. It um, is. It's kind of hard to believe as you're watching him because you're like, he's got to be so nice and he's trying so hard to be mean. <laughs> and it's so great. Oh, Keanu. Oh. He's he's really good in it. His performance is enough to watch it like by itself. And I was, um, Joe said romantic comedy. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'm not going to cry. Well, oh. it's, it's heavy on the comedy. It is. It's very heavy on the comedy. Um. It stars Ali Wong and Randall Park, and they're childhood best friends. Uh, they have a When Harry Met Sally type of moment where they bone, and then things get awkward, right? Just like all romantic right. comedies are known to do. Then they take a break from seeing each other for a bunch of years, and hilarity ensues. Now, their banter back and forth is very... It's charming. It is. They're... It seems like they're very good friends, and maybe they are really good friends. Maybe Ali Wong and Randall Park are good friends. I have no idea if they even, you know, they obviously wrote the movie together, but I don't know 
like some of the things she's right yeah some of the things she says i would be like it's very offensive i'd be like what say that again to me please because no that's not gonna happen but they play it so well in this movie that it works and her character her character's like this snob of a person yeah, it I seems mean, this they they it's well written it is uh, very there's well reasons why they're brought together there's reasons why they go apart and it's all very believable i it's definitely a watch you need to watch it okay um take your bag of tissues there is some crying uh-huh for sure i did my best not to but but then it's it gets very, you. very cute. It um, is. The chick who plays Veronica in it, Michelle Boutou, is very funny. <laughs> very funny. Uh, yeah. It, and it has Keanu. You can't go wrong with Keanu. And there's a band in it that... So Randall Park plays like a loser in, in this band that he's been in since high school. And their songs are mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> is he actually in this band now? Or is this... They, a- he performed all the songs. It's like a like a rap group. In the in like the San Francisco Bay Area, and they play three songs in the movie, and they're all awesome. So we look I would, up. I would Hello buy Peril. this album. Yeah, they're called Hello Peril. Hmm. If you want to look them up, the three songs are all on YouTube. Yeah. It's cute. It and is. one of them is I punch Keanu Reeves in the face. So. <laughs> oh yeah. So I watched something else this week, but I want to make sure I give the floor open to anyone else. Matt, I don't think we heard from you other than Game of Thrones. Neither have I. <laughs> Disappointed! <laughs> you haven't watched anything this week? Uh, not really, no. Did you last couple of weeks? Let me think real hard and get back to you. Okay. I don't play that game. Did anybody watch that uh, Zach Efron Ted Bundy movie? I have not yet. Oh, I heard he's I really good in it. I'm nervous. He is really good in it, but the whole... It, it's... Yuck. I hate the whole thing. Oh. Why? Um, Because it's... I find it concerning that they... Uh, gloss over the fact that Ted Bundy was a horrific serial killer. They did? Wow. Yeah, the whole thing is basically about a love story. It, it's, it plays like a love story. between. Oh. I thought it was just all from the point of view of his girl that he no. was duping. I, I, mean, I mean, it is, but the point of view from of the girl is that she was dating a very charming and care, handsome and charismatic and loving man who you know and they they barely mention the victims at all they don't even they they do not mention the actual crimes like the the brutality and you know the horrific nature of the crimes at all right she and, wouldn't know about those Right, but I find it concerning because, you know, is it blanketing? We are now. I I feel like it's. It, it, I feel like it's kind of, you know, I I don't have a good term for it. This isn't the right term for it, but it's almost like they're whitewashing it. You know, like well, here's here's to, how I took it. Like just from what everything cause I have watched a few interviews about it, it's a character piece, 
And it's up to the viewer to try to find out if he really is evil. But he really is, though. That's the thing. He is. Right. That's And not... unfortunately... Well, hold on, hold on. But... To be fair, you already know that because there's... All, all the evidence is already there. In fact, the same people who made this movie also made the Ted Bundy tapes. Right. So that's already... They've already done that part of it. I think they just wanted to show you what she saw. And can you see through what she couldn't? And and that's all well and good, I guess, but And I from what I understand, Efron is very good and he can you can see the seething evil underneath his veneer. And he plays it really well, is, from what I understand. He is very, very good. He is he is quite good. Um but it's I just I worry because there's a whole generation of people who weren't alive. You know. Sure. I mean, they while Ted to... Bundy happened, and if this is the only thing that they ever see about Ted Bundy, then they're going to walk away wondering whether or not this dude is guilty, and he most certainly is, you know. And it, it well, Angela, I, I mean, I after the Ted concerning. Bundy tapes, where there's no question in in your mind at all that he is a guilty man, people were still sending thirst tweets out, and Netflix had I to come out and say, "Stop doing that. He's a very evil man." So, I mean. I don't think it has anything to do with this movie. I think people are just stupid. I know. I just, I don't like the idea. Okay. I just don't like the idea that there's a, that this exists, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Not but even as a creative. I think Angela likes stupid people. Like not even as like a creative process, like to see, you know, to tell a story from a different point of view? I I find I, I, I don't want to see I don't want to see uh, any kind of story that puts a that puts a horrific and prolific serial killer in any kind of warm light. Does it go through does it go through the motions the of sorry, does it go through the motions of her discovering that he's a yeah, I mean, they do cover some of the trial and, and stuff like that. And, and the name of the movie is her. is the quote from the judge when his sentence was handed down. Right. So, I don't think they're painting and, him in a warm light. I, I don't think you... I don't know. I have to. I, I mean, guess I have to see they, the movie, but... I mean, they are because that's how she saw him. Sure, that doesn't mean life. it's true. I know, but... They don't ever really it can say that it's her. not. They they make it. They they leave it up to the viewer to decide whether or not it's whether or titling not the movie. He's been set up. Titling the movie that way though doesn't that kind of put it right on front street? Aren't they doing? Yeah, but there's Oops. nothing. There is absolutely nothing that shows that he's wickedly evil and yeah, whatever. I, it's a long title, but there's nothing in the movie that actually shows that. That he actually is extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Don't you get the, like the undertone yeah. of like his? From what I understand, I didn't. I didn't. No. A lot of it is in the things he doesn't say. His reaction to people talking to him, you can see that he's like a psychopath. I, I feel like <sighs> I feel like it's not quite evident enough. You suck, Zach Efron. No, he did a he did a, a wonderful job. It just 
I, I just don't feel like it was written. Well, right. You know, like, I, I feel like he did exactly what he was supposed to do. I just didn't like what he was supposed to do. Gotcha. Okay. Well, the last movie I watched was a funny movie with Adam Sandler called The Cobbler. Uh, just, oh, you've seen it? Yeah. So, and I know, because I've seen it before, so I remember somewhat of the ending, but I forgot some of the little pieces of it, and I still enjoyed it. It's still, because it's not really a comedy, but because it's an Adam Sandler movie, it still made me laugh in certain, like, parts of the movie, where he's, like, dressed up as this, um guy who's a drag queen in these red heels <laughs> and just cracks me up uh so it's like one of those movies you can always go back and watch and enjoy so wow joe he's really looking into this Mm-hmm. he's not even answering me so the cobbler's also on netflix right now uh yeah because it's got what dustin hoffman in it and it also has his buddy Who's his buddy who's in every movie? Uh, uh, Rob, Rob Schneider. Yeah. Rob Schneider. For sure. Naturally. He has to be there. It's not an Adam Sandler movie if he's not there. So, have you seen it, Matt? No. It's about a guy who makes shoes. And when he puts the shoes on, he can become that person. Yeah. It sounds really familiar, but I don't even know if I've seen it, to be honest. Well, if you want to watch it, you can definitely watch it. It's on Netflix right now. I thought it was super cute. Yeah, it is. Oh, wait. I think I have seen it. So. Okay. Angela. (laughs) Yeah. He's prepared. (sighs) We don't need to see the kinder, gentler side of a deranged savage serial killer. Louisa Moore from Screen Zealots. Okay. This is a movie that's fascinated with Ted Bundy and entirely uninterested in those whose lives he callously took away. Tom Beasley from Flickering Myth. That's how I feel about it. Efron not only bears a striking resemblance to Bundy, but definitely captures the off-kilter nature of his demeanor. That doesn't elevate the material necessarily as much as it does add to the queasiness watching it. That's Brian Lowry from CNN. Hmm. Yeah, that's a very good job. So they're all kind of like all the negative reviews are kind of saying the same thing. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. <laughs> They're saying that there's hard tonal shifts that are hard to get over. And missed opportunities. Yeah. Like the movie ends with a huge list of all the people he killed. Ew. Yeah, but that's that's the only real mention of them. You know. That's sad. They t- it, it's, it almost felt like they took away the victims' voices out of the story. Yeah, but I think that's the point of the story because she didn't know about any of it probably that, that's probably true i just it's you know it doesn't I, I don't know i just not the i mean i'm a fan of true crime but um 
it's not true. I I worry about this is a fictional know, I, movie, I obviously. Like... Well, I mean, he did have a girlfriend right. while he was murdering people, and she didn't know. Right. He also ended so... up having a kid later on. What? Yeah. Yeah, there is Ted Bundy yeah, spawn Ted walking Bundy's the earth, by the way. Because yeah. he got a uh, he got married on death row, and they got conjugal visits. Yeah. So there is yeah, that. Yeah, that happened. He's got that going for him, which is nice. Yeah, I'm sure that'll serve him well in life. Right. So anything else besides the cobbler? That's all I had. We watched some Supernatural, too. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, I watched all of it. You have to catch back up. You watched up. the whole season? I watched whatever was on Netflix, I think. That's the season. That's Dick the face. Season. Whatever I'm you still like two asleep. episodes short. Two? Yeah. Well, I'm on like episode eight or something. She watched another 12 without me. <laughs> no, I watched the next two, I thought. There's 20 episodes. Okay, well, yeah, then I didn't watch them all. Okay, there's 23 episodes. We'll be fine. Okay. We'll catch back up. Stop whining. I will. Exactly. Just shut your mm-hmm. mouth. Um, I think that's pretty much all we I have for this week. Uh, Supernatural Captive State, always be my maybe. And, uh, yeah, it was a long week. School's out for summer, so, uh, yippee! We're off to the races, baby. Not really. <laughs> we're off to the moving races. School's out for summer! That's right. And I have to teach summer escape, so I'm still working. Boo. What is summer escape? It's kind of like summer school, but fun. Jerk off, yeah, 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 exactly. Kind of like going to summer camp. But at a school, she's gonna walk in. She's gonna be like, "From now on, you call her Shannon." Shannon. But we were told to dress up in camp gear, and I'm teaching science, so I would like a recommendation from Matt, Joe, and Angela on what I should wear tomorrow totally for a camp attire. Uh, khaki shorts, khaki cargo shorts. Uh, and and a, a polo and a beige visor. I was going to say yellow pants, yellow jacket. shirt, yellow hat. <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> We're going out to get me yellow, yellow, yellow. Yellow. At the safari store, just like the man did. Uh-huh. Right. Who's to you know, say? the man with the yellow hat. What's okay, so Angela thing? said hers. So khaki pants, polo. Do I have to get, like, high knee socks? Yeah. No. It... Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. Ankle socks, for sure. Oh, no. The high knee. <laughs> Do I have high knee socks? What do you want? The high knee socks. Okay. Joe, what's your interpretation? I just told you. I'm not just wearing high knee socks to summer school. No, the man in the yellow hat outfit. Oh, okay. What about you, Matt? Hmm? What do I wear? Answer the question! For summer clothing attire tomorrow. Summer camp. Summer camp clothing. Um. I want to know. Jean jacket. Uh, 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 what are those called? Damn. Kerchief? Sure. And then, uh, An ask uh leg warmers <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> scrunchie on your wrist. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. Do sure. I have a scrunchie? I don't own those anymore. Well, you time travel back to the 80s. You can find one. And a bright pink shirt oh, that says nine punky. awesome ways to dress like you're going to summer camp. Let's do this. 
Oh, you got tie-dye shirts? Yep. You gotta have your titties hanging out according to this picture. No. Okay. Uh, I'm sure bracelet. the students will appreciate that. Bathing suit? Short shorts, sure bikini top, tank top. Uh, heart sunglasses. Oh, get a patch. Yeah, it seems Ooh. like short shorts, bikini top, bikini top, tank top are the thing to do. And a colorful hat of some sort. Ooh, fanny <gasps> Fanny I want pack a fanny it. pack. Uh, it's a goddamn fanny pack, and you know it, you sick son of a bitch. Fanny. Excuse me, it's a hands-free belt satchel. <laughs> <laughs> what? You guys are the fucking worst. <laughs> no, what? And I'm totally getting one. Totally makes They're sense. back, baby. <laughs> They're back. I found. I saw them in Meyer today. They're back, and I'm getting one. Oh, I mean, you like can get Gucci ones. I'm running out tonight yeah, to buy myself a fanny one. pack. I need yeah, a one. I need one to and cut a hole in the like in the middle of it. Oh, what? Boy. Only seven ninety. <laughs> That's a box, a Gucci Matt. One. That's a box. Oh yeah, box. Oh, Gucci print leather belt bag. Women, white, cotton, cotton, twelve ninety. Hundred. Twelve hundred and ninety dollars. Yep. No. Good grief. No. Oh, if you want the you. the Gucci print small belt bag for women, black cotton cotton, seven ninety. If you're a cheapskate. Oh, my goodness. Gucci strap-ons. Let's let's look. Sure they do. Gucci strap-on. I really, Mm. Aaron, would love to hear your interpretation of what I should wear for summer camp. Please, once you listen to the episode, (laughs) go ahead and message me. I have to be appropriate. I don't know what he's going to say. I want to say, like, bikini. I can't go in a bikini. No, you can't. For many reasons. Inappropriate yodeling. Yodeling. Talk to the hand. Okay, now what do we do? Now we do the game. Game, game, game. Oh, hit us up with your recommendations for this week. Did you go see Godzilla? Do you like to watch things on TV? Tell us what it is. Moviedummies at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Woo! Bye. Now, Matt, the game. (laughs) Uh, Everybody got their lines ready? Who's oh, on first, baby? Yes, Who wants to... Uh, I love Kevin Bacon's big dong. Angela goes first. To... Oh, okay. Oh. okay. <laughs> you, you, you have the first line, so... All right. Me. Oh, I gotta look at it. I had my <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the 20 seconds of silence before you said that. <laughs> And you got to do a funny voice, Son of a bitch. I'm, I'm trying she to find She doesn't funny have voice. to do a funny voice. Oh, I'm going to do a funny optional. voice. optional. <laughs> I heard you mentioned to the gentleman that you thought I was a hottie. Oh, yeah. You know, sorry if I came off a little weird. No, no, no. There's nothing to worry about, sir. I don't fight. Listen, just so you know, if you're ever home alone in the afternoons, I always make drop-offs. And I always deliver. Hey, you know, I'm pretty loyal to Jack. Right. I understand. I'm just saying. If you ever want to explore with other feelings, there's no extra postage. And it's 
always first class. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> All right. Anything else you feel you need to say there? I handle with care. Okay, Ron. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'd be ca- happy to come in through the back door. I'm sure you would. Are they absolutely here? Is it still part of it? I have to pull my earbuds out. He did. He pulled them out. They were ad-libbing, right? No. That was a real line? Those real lines from a movie. And it's not a porno, I promise. (laughs) Are you sure? I know what it is. I know what it is. I don't know what it is. I was trying not to listen. It was a little (laughs) disturbing. (laughs) Yay, that's what I was going for. So... Yeah, pretty soon I bet they'll all be swinging together. Just a big old fucking suck. So, can you give me a hint? Cause I... There's a there's a big hint in the name that was mentioned. Chuck. One of the yeah. names. Yes. yes. There's Chuck. Peanuts? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? You didn't get Chuck. to that line yet. Well, Peppermint Patty always calls Charlie Brown Chuck. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. I probably have never seen this. You, Chuck and Larry. Oh, I've only seen that movie oh. one time. I loved Whoa. it. I thought it was hilarious. Whoa. I thought it was good, too, but I only ever watched it the once. Maybe I'll have to rewatch it. Hmm. I, I don't even remember like, the scene, but... It's, uh... Kevin James is... is talking to a delivery guy, and, mm-hmm. uh... The delivery guy's hitting on him, and he's like, yeah, I don't think... Because they're pretending to be gay... Right. Insurance reasons or something. And uh yeah, it's just really funny. Zen- yeah, I don't I don't think so and I don't like it. Who plays the delivery guy? I don't remember. Ah. Uh, interesting. Uh, interesting. Delivery let's see if my friend Gary Oogle knows. Uh, Gary Oogle. Be Ron the mailman. So, Joe, are you going next, or am I? I'll go next. Oh, okay. I, I You're totally ruining my brain thought. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'll... You, you can go next if you want. No, go ahead. God, my cat is driving me insane! Was that Matt's line? No. <laughs> so, for real, That's you're Matt. That's my real life. Your cat's driving you insane? Mm. I'm sorry. Your kitty? Do you have a kitty or a cat? Sure. He's got a pussy. Oh, Robert Smigel. No, like oh, how old funny. is your cat? Robert Smigel. No, Robert Babe. Smigel plays the delivery guy. <laughs> That's what? fucking awesome. Huh? Okay. <laughs> what? I'm lost. I'm lost. I gotta see this again now. <laughs> oh my gosh, Shannon. You like left the planet, girl. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm genius, lost. Genius, genius, mm-hmm. Robert Smigel is the name of the guy that played the delivery man in Chuck and Larry. Oh, I was asking Matt about his cat. <laughs> That's why I was I confused. I was asking Matt about his cat. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. I guess mom do knows best. Okay, Joe, do you oh. have the first line? No, Matt does. Oh, okay. Mm, so. All right, are you ready? I guess. I don't know. I don't know if my impression is going to work. We'll see. The plot thickens. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'll have to call you back, Carl. You're not respecting my boundaries. 
I'm coming in, Janie. Jamie? I don't think you heard me. Jamie! You got something I crave. <laughs> A little rapey, but uh, Danielle left those in here. I won't tell Mom if you won't. Since when did you start smoking? You'll be seeing a lot of changes around here. Papa's not a new bag! Yow! What? I have no idea. I have the creeps. They are not going to get this. <laughs> I feel like I should know what this is, but uh, you've seen out. it. I can't think of it. You've seen it. Is it a comedy? It stars a one John Travolta. No. John Travolta. John Travolta is the person who is doing Matt's lines. Okay. Is he a and woman? And my lines are by a teenage girl. A teenage girl? And he's saying that he's got something he craves. He is grabs it? a pack of cigarettes, and she's like, oh, my friend left No, no, here. but you you forgot that he's, like, reaching behind her like he's going to grab her ass. Yeah, 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 yep, yep. Huh? Yeah. And when he, when, he, when he says the plot thickens, he's staring at her ass. Yes. I don't know that I have seen this. Nope. Uh-uh. Ha- I bet you have. Yeah, what, what pretty sure. It? In fact, I think we watched it together like a million years ago. Because I remember Rachel. I remember Rachel, and you were like, "No, we don't like John Travolta. We want Nicolas Cage." Hold on. <laughs> oh, was it Face Off? It's yep. Face Off. Oh, I was just oh, about okay. to Google John Travolta you know, movies. That's probably the only time I ever saw it. Yeah, I never some of those ones you're you're not missing much. Yeah. Except hmm. you get to see Nicolas Cage take his face off. <laughs> Which is pretty fun. <laughs> okay, Doki or the Choki. The movie is Cuckoo Bananas. Cuckoo Bananas. And he, the face waterfalls. If anything, just listen to the How Did This Get Made episode about Face Off. <laughs> okay. It's good times. Yeah, that's the end of those underwears. Okay. Shannon, you're up. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Let's hope this doesn't go from one voice to another. Do you go another. first, Robert Smigel? I do, but okay. I got to get into character. Oh, are you doing an accent? <laughs> That's the problem. I think okay. I'm going to do like 15. We'll find out. Okay. Okay, you ready, Matt? Mm-hmm. You y- 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 know, I-, I-, I used to know this th- this kid. W- 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 a funny looking bastard. W- one day, he's standing on the mound, and he- and he's... And he throws and, 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 and he throws a perfect game. <laughs> that was me. The, 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 that was you? Thought, thought you looked from, from familiar. You, you, you were totally in the zone that day. Remember? Still dream about it. <laughs> I bet. T- 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 take it. Close your. <laughs> Joe, stop. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to close my eyes and not look at him. Close your 
eyes. G go on. Now you can remember exactly how you felt that day. That 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 that's how I feel when I'm flying. That that like like that plane is part of me. No 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 no. It's like no no. How bad things get. There's something good out there. Just 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 over that her horizon. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Are you gonna be okay, Joe? <laughs> I don't feel well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel well. Was that not good? I started I laughing multiple times. You're a stuttering Stanley. <laughs> it didn't sound like she was Holy stuttering shit. as much as someone was dropping an ice cube down the back of her shirt every 10 seconds. Because <laughs> <laughs> she kept breathing in all weird. Exactly. That's how Jack Torrance's last speech before he actually died in The Shining. <laughs> are, are you, 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 it's you not a sure? It's definitely freezing to death. <laughs> I've been in this pool for, for a long time. <laughs> well, I had planned it differently, but you're over there like dying of oh, laughter. Like behind my eyes hurts. <laughs> I can't even open them. Right okay, now. what movie is it? I don't, Smart man. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> Do I need to it's read it? So obscure. Is it the King's Speech? No, you're not even <laughs> in the same. <laughs> that would be a great, the great choice. Oh, he's talking about baseball, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, Field of Dreams. And there's a pilot. Yeah. Baseball. Independence Day. Nope. And a pilot. Air America? <laughs> no. Horse Gump? Nope. Pearl Harbor? No. Okay, give me a clue. <laughs> green. The Green Mile? No. The Green no. Zone? No. The Green Rainbow? Mile? Hmm? I didn't hear Angela. Green Book? Nope. Uh, movie... Green. Give me another clue. <laughs> um, oh, how can I give you a clue without giving it away? Who stars Who's in, in it? Their initials are RR. Ronald Reagan. R. <laughs> nope. Or Robert Redford, maybe? Uh, nope. The Green Hornet. No. <laughs> Green Lantern? Is That's it. it. No way. Oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. How? I. Okay. Wow. I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> All right. Come on. Don't bullshit me. Who was who? You were Ryan Reynolds. I don't oh. know. Who <laughs> Freezing oh. cold Ryan Reynolds. And, uh. Oh, I don't get You know? I think I thought... he sounds like him buried. <laughs> <laughs> totally makes sense. Oh, well. Now that I laughed myself into hysterical. Did you have one for A.A. Ron? Uh, no, I I had sent A.A. Ron the same one I did with, I think, Joe? Or, wait, let me look. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. No and big deal. And then it was like, oh yeah, A.A. Ron's not here this week. 
<sighs> you were missed. You done messed up, A.A. Hey, hey, Ron! We look hey, forward Ron, to having you, you missed, back. You missed a uh, gem. <laughs> you truly missed a gem this week. <laughs> oh, man. I just shipped my bed. And I'm not even playing. I saved the best for last. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Yeah, um, I'm going to need a whole week just to recover from that. So, <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, 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 Matt, thanks uh, for the game, sure? buddy. It was, <laughs> stop freezing to death. I'm actually worried I have to go get you a blanket. <laughs> Today, Junior! <laughs> uh, yeah, let us know what you thought of the game. MovieDummies at gmail.com, at MovieDummies on Twitter, Facebook.com slash MovieDummies. Um, check us out, MovieDummies.com or... to... Uh, Lonely Island. Listen to old episodes where we talk about Lonely Island and Game of Thrones. And Give John us a Wick movie to watch. And all that. Yeah. Let us know of a really bad movie we were glossing over. I'm talking For to you, sure. listener Aaron. Oh, no. Not Aaron. He'll mention something like No, perfume. listener Aaron. Or Dune. Oh, the other one. Yeah. <sighs> Our loyal listener Aaron, who doesn't seem to be listening. <laughs> oh, boy. So. Anyways. Yeah. Uh huh. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will catch you guys next week, where we'll talk about some more bullcrap, and perhaps finally get a resounding. Everyone has seen Lonely Island, unofficial Bash Brothers on Netflix, and we can see if it's worth watching or not. I'll mm-hmm. probably have watched it five more times by then. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will definitely have watched it again. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. All right. So as always, I'm Joe. I am Sh- Shannon. And without a 30-minute delay, I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And we are the Movie Dummies. We'll talk to you guys next week. Also, bye. 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 I just punched Keanu over you. Hello. Hello. Best believe I punched Keanu Reeves and it was better than any scene you could see in speed. I hit John Wick and now I'm feeling so appealing. Basically, I'm a god. You could call me Hercules. Best believe I punched Keanu Reeves and it was better than any scene you could see in speed. I'm telling you for real, I punched Neo. He could duck bullets, but he couldn't duck me. I'm feeling so refreshed, the new sheriff's in town Check the button on my vest, it's Keanu with the bruise around the Oculus Now I'm just cruising the metropolis, in my prime like Optimus Everything is half full, I'm an optimist Haven't done ish, yet I feel accomplished Best pugilist, blessed with the iron fist Strong enough to survive the apocalypse And any summit I could be on Any point break, I could surf with my Gion Take any fighter, any class, I'ma put you on your ass Then I'll pee on you peons for eons, eons, eons <laughs> And eons, etc. Not a tall fellow, but nobody can measure up. And if you want to feel similar to this, all I had to do was cold cock an icon of cinema. Best believe I punched Keanu Reeves and it was better than any.